0: Hey guys, what's going on? This is your girl, Model of course, of the EO Friends Podcast. Yes, your girl is back. She is back. How y'all feeling out there? Brothers, how y'all doing? Ladies, are y'all alright? Brothers, are y'all taking care of the ladies during this quarantine? And ladies, or are you taking care of your men during this quarantine? I know you men, you want something to do. And okay, sometimes... Women, I know you want something to do. I know you want to get out the house. I know you want to get away because you're tired of being cooped up in the house with your significant other all the time, and you're probably with the kids as well, but you got to make the best out of it. You know, we're in this relationship and we got to make it. We got to do what we got to do. Okay. So... Take care of them babies if you got them babies, you know, we really can't go outside right now and do too much, but I'm starting to see a lot of traffic on the road, you know, people still out just thinking that this COVID-19 is a joke or a hoax, as they must say. It is not a hoax, guys. Um, I know that you see the videos going around and you got to be very careful. If you don't have to be around people, do not be around people. Go where you need to go and bring your ass back home from the mouth of your friends, AKA Model E, my government name, Erica. So if you got anything to say about me telling you to keep your ass home, you know where to find me, right? <laughs> All right. So that's enough shit talking from you guys. You know, I had to give you that because, you know, I, I missed the episode last week and um, you guys know this is bi-weekly, right? Okay, so I don't want y'all thinking, oh, Erica, just give us an episode whenever she wants to. No, I don't give you an episode when I want to, but guess what? I bet you be waiting, right? Because you want to hear from Model E, but I'm not going to keep on going. I'm not going to make you mad with me tonight. All right, so we're going to have a good time tonight. We're going to have this conversation with E without the friends. <laughs> I'm going to get me some friends soon. I may have to do some virtual friends, but I got y'all. All right? Alright, so before we start this show, make sure you keep up with me, your girl, on Instagram at EN Friends Pod, on Twitter at Erica Jones with a Z on the end, and follow me on Facebook if you like, at Got What You Need Podcast Network, and also I am a blogger, you can follow me at Erica Letters, I'm sorry, Oh, I don't even know my own thing, no <laughs> It's erica.letters.blogspot.com. I am also an internet radio host um, along with my husband, LaShawn. It is called Life and Love with Erica and Sean. So make sure you check that out every Wednesday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, on the twin radio syndicate on speaker and i will make sure to go and put all this information in the show notes all right so y'all ready to get started all right so since we all up in arms right let's go ahead and talk a little bit about will and jada i'm only going to talk a little bit because like i told you guys a few weeks ago when i put on my last little mini video i told you guys to stay out of their business it is not your business They are not your auntie and your uncles, and they damn sure are not your kids. Stay out of their business. But since they decided to come out on the Red Table Talk, right? You know, I really thought that it was going to be this three hours. That's what I really thought it was going to be. Like, I had my popcorn ready. I had my wine. I was prepared to sit and listen to the whole thing. But it was only like, what, nine minutes? But... I kind of expected that because this is Will and Jada we're talking about. Like you never hear them in the media doing anything wrong. You know, um, you may hear little things back in the day about them, but you would never hear their business. And like I say, Will and Jada always say a little bit to let you know that their relationship might be open. Or it's the possibility that they may deal with other people, you know, now I don't live with them. I don't know what's going on, so I can't really speak too much, but this entanglement, entanglement, entanglement with August, you know, that, that shit is funny, like, even though they were separated and they agreed to go their separate ways until they figure out things and do whatever makes them happy. So while Jada was in the process of healing, she decided to have a relationship with August. And um, and that's okay. That's okay. You know, that's their thing. They do whatever they want to do. But what I don't like is that the media... The people on social media, they go and they just take this and they just run with it. You know, like how you take candy from a baby, you play, oh, I got this candy. Hey, 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 come and catch me. That's how y'all do that in the media. And I don't like that. So they got on and they said what they said. And that means y'all need to be done with it. If we okay and healed from it, then y'all need to be okay with it. Okay. So yes, everybody going around you know with that same picture of Will with his face and he looks tired yes he looks tired and prior to this incident happening I saw two podcasts or two zoom where um, Will Smith did with someone and he looked the same way. He looked tired and he looked exhausted. Now, we've been knowing Will for a very long time since the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? So, of course, you know, he aged a little bit, but he still looked good, though. He still looked good. Now, Marty Ma, Martin Lawrence, he got his little old weight on him. You can see it. But, you know, he still looked good, too. But, you know, Will, you know, he he still got it. He still got it. So, um, but y'all get my drift, right? Yeah, you got it. So, um, but stay out of their business. It's their business. They do whatever they want to do. And we just going to have to deal with it regardless if we like it or not. Right. All right. So I'm not going to speak too much about that because first of all, I love me some Will and Jada. I love their relationship. Um, you know, to me, Jada, um, she always seemed, I'm not going to say she seemed stuck up. But she is a person who seems to stay in her own way. We know that she don't like the social media. She don't like to be in social media. She don't like to take pictures because every time Will does his videos and he tries to have her in it, she don't want anything to do with it, you know, or they go on vacation different places and stuff. And sometimes she just got this little stuck up attitude by herself. But like I said, I don't know the girl, but. Her and Will is cool, you know, I always love their relationship, so stay out of their business, okay? All right, so that's the tea that I have for you guys. So on a more better note, um, this is something in relation to this pandemic here. Um, this is something that we have to always talk about because this has become our new norm here. And I just want to talk a little bit about school. now. School is about to start up again, right, in August for many of us. Um, I know here in my area in North Carolina, um, my county that I live in, decide to have the, school, the kids to go back to school on a plan B and plan C. Now, plan B is where they interchange between virtual um, and face-to-face interaction and which is Plan C is the virtual academy where they go on school for the fall semester officially fully online. So of course, as a mother, you know, as a parent, my husband and I, we decided to say, Hey, we are not going to have our kids to go back to school. You know, I have a nine year old. I have a four year old who will just be starting pre-K and trust me guys. We have waited so long for this day to come. Like we waited years for this day to come. We was like, you know, we don't have to pay daycare no more. You know, our baby's going to go to school and we won't have to worry about that anymore because there's no more babies coming out of here. Okay. No more babies. So don't get that in your head. So... And then now, boom, we got a pandemic. We got COVID-19, COVID-20, the Ronis, whatever this thing is called. We got that. And it kind of just put a damper on everything. You know, it put a little damper on everyone's life. So the baby really won't be able to go to school. So, um, you know, we have some things planned on what we're going to do for him because we are not letting the kids go to school. And also my oldest son said he's not setting foot in the classroom. (laughs) So he's really taking this COVID-19 very seriously because he doesn't want to get sick. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how many of the parents that had actually stood up and say, Hey, I know I'm a parent, I'm a full-time worker. I'm at home working, but at the same time, I would not allowed my child to go to school. And with these little small kids, I I really can't see them wearing a mask all day because my four-year-old, he gets very discouraged when he has to keep that mask on. And it's something new for them. It's new for us. So we know that it's not appealing to them. You know, is, is is not a happy time and it is not a happy place for them. You know, I hate it. I hate the fact that I have to sit up in this house and only be able to go places where I need to go. You know, I can't go. I can't go in, in and mingle with my friends. You know, I can't go out, sit in and have a drink somewhere, sit at a bar or just go get a nice dinner or have a nice little dinner date with my husband. You know, we can't do that and that part I don't like, but what can I do about it? There isn't anything I can do about it. So this is going to be a learning experience for everyone. Um, I give my kudos to these teachers, the ones that, who are teaching in class and online, as this is a, a new change for them as well. And, um, I will do everything that I can do to support them in this and help aiding my child, you know, education. And I hope that many of you out there as well understand and see the point of these teachers and why they need more money. And even our governor said that, you know, our governor said that these teachers need more money. And I agree, even prior to this pandemic, they needed more money because a lot of teachers take their money and they buy their own supplies and stuff for these kids. And it's, it's not fair, you know, since we are all home with our kids now, we really see exactly what the teachers go through You know because sometimes you got Johnny You know Johnny is bad as hell Sometimes you know when Johnny gets in that Classroom he just gets on that teacher's Nerve and then the teacher Call you and you're like oh Not my baby my baby don't do all that I, I know my baby well I guess You know him now because you been home with him for about Four months so you know Johnny is bad as hell he jumping off the couch Jumping on the bed tearing up stuff Pulling on the blinds got stuff all over The floor Yes, I said the flow. <laughs> see, yeah, so, you know, so this is a learned experience for all of us <laughs> as well, guys. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. Um, Tonight, let's talk a little bit about girl empowerment. You know, I haven't done that in a long time. So do you guys see my shirt? It says, keep the distance. I have a little emoji with the hands out and it is saying wear your mask and keep the distance. so I hope you all are keeping your distance. So on a more girl power note, let's talk a little bit about Michelle Obama and uh, Meghan Markle. So we know that those two, and this actually happened on July the 14th. I am so sorry that I couldn't tell you this earlier, but if there was anyone who has attended the virtual conference or the summit, um, which was I think maybe like Tuesday, um, let me know if you attended or not. Did you, have, what type of great education that you got from there? Um, did you learn anything? Or you just excited to see Michelle Lemaire? You know, just let me know because I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how that went. So um, they did this virtual conference for girls, for girl empowerment, you know, because they believe that young women should be heard and that they have the power to make change. And what a lot of people fail to realize is that a change is coming, like in general now for us black people, as a female, we have a lot to offer. You know, a female, you know, we're smart, you know, we are getting more into business now, we are taking control. And so that was the whole point of Michelle and Megan's virtual conference is to, you know, give up that girl power and say, Hey, you can do this. You have all the resources, you have all the means, and we are going to stand behind you 100% and do this and do just that. So that was just perfect. You know, I am all for girl power. You know, if I can help anybody in any way, I will. Just let me know. Like yesterday, I tweeted yesterday and I talked about how I bought a lot of clothes to wear, like to wear to the office and stuff. And I'm not able to wear the clothes because I bought them just prior to COVID. And yes, my ass getting a little big, a little bit, but I like it. It looks good on me. I like, I like it. Don't know about me. So, um, so I bought these white pants, right? They're fitted, they're not jeans or anything, they're fitted, it has elastic in the waist. And I had wanted some white pants like since forever. Forever, I wanted some white, so I finally found those white pants online. And I went and tried those white pants on yesterday, y'all. And guess what? They were a little snug on my ass. And I was like, you know what, I I really can't wear this now because now I'm going to be like those people in the streets, you know, pulling my pants up all the time. And that's just not comfortable. Your your girl ain't comfortable with that. So I said, you know what, if anybody who is 5'11 or slightly under and wears a large Hit me up, send me a message, and I will gladly mail you those pants. So, you know, a so lot of times I'm in the giving mood. I don't mind giving because I have a lot of stuff that I don't even wear. So if there's anything that I have and you won't or you absolutely need, let me know. And I would do my best to give it to you if I don't have any use for it. I won't charge you for anything because me blessing someone will be A blessing to me in the future And we all need blessings right now Alright So um, shout out to some girl power uh, Megan Margo And Michelle And also speaking of Michelle If you are interested in podcasts You know like to be uplifted Guess what Michelle is coming up with the podcast Later this month in July Yeah So I'm definitely going to check her out I've already subscribed to it already um, you can also go on Spotify and you can listen to her um, her introduction of what her podcast is going to be. I'm not going to tell you everything. You got to go look it up for yourself, okay? All right, so go ahead and do that. So next, um, something local that I want to talk about. Um, our governor here in North Carolina, Governor Roy Cooper, he actually signed um a declaration for a second chance act. And what that act does is it allows people with nonviolent crimes, nonviolent criminal um, crimes in the past that, um, that their records have been expunged. And if they have gone 10 years without no new charges or they serve their sentences, they get to get a second chance at life who thought that that day would come who just who who thought that they would come i really didn't thought that they would come you know we sit here and i know me like years i've been saying this and i'm like you know people have little small things on their records they rectify it they have their life straight they're trying to make it trying to live in this world and we all know it is hard to live in this world and People just won't give them a chance. So this right here is perfect. So shout out to North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper for the second chance act. And I hope many of you take advantage of this because there is no jobs and there are definitely not any jobs now available, but normally When people who are not able to get a second chance, who have done things in the past, may have crimes or stuff, and they mostly have to look forward to is getting their own business. And that's kind of hard sometimes. You know, that if you don't know, it takes a lot of research. You know, and another thing, it kind of takes money as well. Just a little bit of money. You need a little bit, but you have to start somewhere. And um, it it I, it can get tough, you know. I'm a businesswoman, you know. I'm an entrepreneur, you know. My husband and I, you know, we do things together and we do things separate. So it is very hard. Like it 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 takes a lot of your personal um, time, a lot of your personal funds, because a lot of time you don't want to get any loans, you don't want to pay nobody anything, you don't want to owe anyone. And for those who are not able to get loans. They have to go and work and, and do that for themselves. So it can be hard and frustrating. So with this Second Chance Act, it allows them that opportunity to, you know, get back into the community and do what they wanted to do prior to their acts that they did. So um, that's pretty good. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on. I have been watching TV, right? And like I tell y'all that Hulu, Netflix, who else? This, well, we're not going to count Disney Plus. Disney Plus got everything. But Hulu and Netflix, you know, I watch all my shows from there, right? And and I know that you guys notice this too. There is nothing on TV. And I think I said this last time before, but I'm going to say it again. There is was nothing on TV. Like all my shows that I used to watch, like the good girls, um, the 50 cent show that he had, uh, with Aaron Wallace, the guy that was in jail, um, like queen sugar, all Tyler Perry, which is, I think he had two shows that did came on not too long ago. And, um, like these shows are not coming on TV. Oh, and this is us. Like, I love me some, this is us. Um, those shows are not, they're not making any shows right now. And I know nobody is really not doing film because of COVID-19. But the thing that I am saying, that what Model E is saying, and I hope that Hulu and Netflix are listening to me, and also um, cable companies like AT&T, um, Charter Cable, I hope that you guys are listening as well. Cut these damn prices down. I'm not getting no new shows. Everything is old shows or I'm looking at stuff that I never thought that I would be watching because I just want to watch something on TV. You know, I'm sitting in the house with my husband, you know, we're trying to have that intimate time and we want to watch a little TV together. And we started looking at shows. We even started watching, what's it called? Atlanta FX, right? Which is a good show with Danny Glover. It's a great show. We watched the whole series of that. How many other series is it? We watched all of that. We were watching um, the Wu-Tang Clan saga, which is, oh my God, it broke my heart when there were no more other Wu-Tang Saga. Like that was so great. And it was supposed to come on, I think maybe like a month ago, but you know, COVID-19, nobody isn't doing anything. And then I came across on Hulu, Michael K. Williams. And if you all don't know Michael K. Williams, Michael K. Williams is Omar from The Wire. Now I know everybody knows The Wire because I think some of y'all still watch The Wire. He was the dude um, that he he played, you know, the um, the gay guy on um, Thing. But you would never know that he was like that, you know, until you actually saw the scene. And and then I still every time I see him. You know, I was like, that's my front a while. You're like, he, I, you know, I don't look at him like that. Well, you know, he's still with cologne. He's still acting like a man, right? So Michael K. Williams did this documentary, um, on Hulu and it was, um, it was telling us of why people do things, why people do things the way that they do and why they do it. And a lot of these people, you know, they were in the system, you know, they have been in trouble before and they can't get a job. There is anything for them to do. So they do things. And um, so it it goes from different episodes and and each episode is about something different. So one of the episodes was about um, the guys who stole cars and stuff like they have been doing it for a very long time, like ever since they were kids. And it wasn't something that they did for fun. You know, like now you see somebody go and they steal a car and oh, it's just for fun because they don't have anything to do. Like these people actually stole cars because that was their way of getting money. And that show taught me a lot because I didn't know that all these things go on for the reason that it went on, you know? So they go and they steal these cars and, um, they take these cars and they take, them. Um, it's in New Jersey. It was in New Jersey and they take them to the, um, oh my God, I can't even get it out. They go and they take them, put them in the, the little tanks, not the tanks, but in the, the shipping containers. So they go and put them in the shipping containers and sometime they may not make it because, when the um the police, the people that's at the shipping places, when they go and they look inside these containers, you know they'll find out that okay, these cars were stolen. And you're sitting here and wondering, you're like, okay, well, how do they put cars in these shipping containers? Where well, they put the cars in the containers, and they have like other stuff covering the cars, so you would never know a car is in there. Like it, it was very, very intriguing. You know, like it, you learned a lot from it. So, um, if you guys have a chance, go and check it out on Hulu. And um, one thing that, stuck out to me, that stood out to me—that stood out to me—was one of the guys says that he'll put a gun to someone's head and he will tell them to get out the car. But the thing that I love was the fact that he said he would never shoot anybody over a car. He said if a person wouldn't get out, he said maybe he would just hit them over the head or something, but he would never kill anybody over a car. He said because the people can always call the insurance company and get another car. That's nothing. But he would never kill anyone over a car. I was so glad to see that because now there are so many people who are just pulling guns out on people and just shooting them for no reason. But there has been other cases where people would steal cars, and it was like I'm just gonna shoot them, boom, bang them up, boom, bam, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, they were just so heartless. Like it was a lot of things on there, and it was another episode um, where they talked about the guns, um, how the guns that they would buy the guns in Atlanta because Atlanta actually had the big gun shows and a lot of people there you really didn't had have, have to have a license at that time to buy the guns because there were people who had license and there were people who didn't have the didn't have license to buy the guns. So they will actually go over to those places and they will buy those specialty guns that was that will be requested from people like in New York and things like that because they pay high dollars for these guns. Like they can pay like three, like three hundred dollars in Georgia for a gun, and then turn around and sell a gun for like eight, nine hundred dollars in Georgia. So that was a a big money banger for them, you know. And like the thing, like with the cars, like it will be people from overseas, uh, people who like in Nigeria, uh, people in Africa will request, hey, I want a BMW or hey, I want a Lexus. And boom, they go out and they get these certain cars and they ship them out to those people. And then wherever it gets to the next location, that's how they get paid. And I didn't know all that go on. So I like to watch a lot of um, African movies like on Netflix. You know, that's my thing. I love watching those. And those people, they do have money. They do have money. And they live in nice houses and stuff like that, and they all drive nice cars. And have you know that people like from Africa and those other countries, they love to drive like foreign cars, you know, they love the Mercedes, they love the Lexus, you know, they love the Benz and all that stuff like that. So now it has in my mind, I was like, oh my God, how much, did you pay $500 for that car? (laughs) You know, it's like a $50,000 car. Did you pay $500 for it? (laughs) So it, you know, it, it has me thinking or whatever, but it ain't none of my business. Right. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that is definitely a good show. Um, the sad part of the show was when one of the dudes said that two Nine-year-olds Listen y'all He said two nine-year-olds Actually stuck him up with a gun Wow That was amazing to me Like Nine-year-old kids I have a nine-year-old How the hell he looked with a damn gun Sticking somebody up Trying to rob them I will beat his ass You don't do no shit like that But then again we We're talking about People, you know, they're in the city, you know, they live in different neighborhoods and it's like a eat dog world that you got to fend for yourself. So, but at the same time, you know, it's like, I kind of see why people do these things because they don't have a job. They're not able to get a job because they're a felony. You know, they have charges against them. Nobody's not going to give them a job. And also they make more money on the street than they will make in a month at a job. But I don't condone that, you know, so I'm not going to sit here and say, I see why they do it. But then again, I do understand why they have that mentality of doing that because they don't have another choice. You know, no one isn't going to give them a chance. So this whole second chance thing that we're doing here in North Carolina, I think that it will work and it will be great. And I hope that other states would, um, you know, adopt this as well and follow through. So yeah, so I just wanted to talk to you guys about that. Um, on a more broader note, y'all just be careful. Um, you know, before I end the show, just, you know, I always want to give you a little rundown and just be careful out there, you know, wear your mask, wash your hand, always stay six feet apart. That's like, Two arms length. Mm. You know, like how you're driving a car and you need to be back at least one car length. You need to be back two arms length. Um, I know it's hard when you see people, you know, people want to hug you or want to give you dap. And I know you will be like, oh shit, did I just touch that person? Like, it's, it's rough, you know? And so, and if you hear somebody cough in the store or something and you just, oh my God, you know, <laughs> like, oh my God, they got the rounds. It's not fair. It's not fair. You know, it's not right. But um, you know, every little thing just kind of like scares you now. You know, like let me know. You know, guys, like let me know if like anything you do. Like sometimes it be cold in the house. You know, the air conditioning is real good, and you get you get a little scratch in your throat. Like, oh my god, oh I got the runny it's just scary right but you know you guys just just be careful okay be careful I love you guys and I want to see you all safe so be good and continue to listen to the Eve Friends podcast and I hope that I can just uplift you guys in any way that I can um I'm excited you know about seeing you all and I'm going to make sure and give you this episode tonight okay Alright, no more playing Alright, so you guys, so make sure you keep up with me On Twitter At Erica Jones with E on the end On Instagram At e inference Pod And also follow me on YouTube It's Erica Model E Jones You can click The link anywhere on my social media And you will see my flow page Which will take you to Everything that I do So don't be afraid To hit your girl up and follow me and I will follow you back. I have a lot of great things in store for you that I am working on. So I will see you guys later. Have a good night.